Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friends. So glad to be back with you this week. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about my story, about some of what my struggles were when I was looking to lose weight, and a little bit on how I ended up going from doing root canals to helping other dentists lose weight. And I specifically want to talk to you about this funny little word, deserve. But first, let me start by diving into my story. So several years ago, approximately, I would say seven or so, I was running my endodontic practice. I was busy keeping patients and staff and referring dentists happy. I would come home from a long day seeing patients and I would get dinner ready for my kids. At that time, I had a toddler and an infant that the the infant was still nursing. And I would truthfully just look forward to that moment that finally everybody was fed, everyone was taken care of, finally the kids were in bed, and I could just curl up on the couch for just, you know, maybe 15 or 30 minutes at the end of the evening. It was just that little moment that I could finally curl up on the couch and eat something yummy. And truthfully, this had nothing to do with hunger. But it was like my little moment. I was so happy that that moment would finally come. I finally just felt like I deserved this moment. And like I said, it had nothing to do with hunger, but it had everything to do with this feeling of being deserving of it. I earned it. I worked hard for it, you know, especially if it was one of those days. Maybe maybe I was short-staffed or, you know, maybe... Um, you know, I had uh, several patients that were hard to get numb or that were talkers or, you know, maybe I had to call several patients on the phone and maybe somebody was disgruntled, right? I'm just kind of thinking about just a tricky day. I worked so hard for it and now the end of the day finally came and I was able to collect my reward. And I never actually questioned this thought. I mean, I can't say it was a a really deliberate or conscientious thought. Maybe, maybe it was after a long day, I may have really thought to myself, I deserve this. But by and large, what I can notice now in retrospect was that it was more of this ingrained feeling of deserving. It was almost automatic. I deserved a treat for having survived the day. And I know I've talked about this on prior episodes, but today I really want to elaborate on this feeling because I didn't really realize how that very seemingly simple and innocuous thought was actually making it harder for me to lose the weight after my second pregnancy. So one thing led to another at this point, and I was introduced to weight coaching. And after receiving coaching, what I was able to identify was that I started to 
to just notice some of the thoughts that were compelling me to eat. I was actually able to start to to really slow myself down and start to ask myself, like, why is it that I'm automatically assuming that I deserve food after a hectic day of seeing patients? I was able to start to connect the dots and uncover what was going on in my mind. It's such a common notion amongst us that if we have a long day seeing patients, we can very easily say to ourselves or say to anybody, I need a drink, right? And this doesn't have to be a problem. And I'm not saying that enjoying treats or enjoying alcohol has to be a problem. But what I am saying is, can we get really honest with ourselves and ask ourselves a deeper question? What is it that we actually deserve? What does it mean to deserve something? And are we okay having a kind of relationship with food or potentially alcohol where we feel deserving of it? Now, for a lot of us, we've been conditioned to believe that we deserve food basically since we're kids, since the time that we were kids. We were taught that we needed to work hard in order to deserve certain things. And without the work, we just simply didn't deserve it, right? So when I came to weight coaching, I was taught to start to question, start to, first of all, notice my reasoning for eating and to start to question things. I then decided for myself that there was oddly kind of a similar thing with Pavlov, right? You remember the experiment with the dogs, they would salivate when they'd hear the ring of the bell, expecting that food would show up. And in a similar way, what I realized for myself was that I was conditioned to expect that when I was stressed or anxious, um, or, you know, certainly at the end of a long day of dentistry, when I felt stressed, I was then deserving of of food in order to cope. In reality, the food really had nothing to do with, you know, me finally de-stressing. Yet I connected those two things together, right? But I ask you, what is it really that we deserve? And do we need to be deserving of food in order to eat it? Same thing really goes with alcohol, right? I mean, you could use both of those things interchangeably. What if, in truth, we are fortunate to live in a place where food more than likely is in abundance and eating food has nothing to do with being deserving of it? Like, what if all of us just deserve food? Like, as humans on planet Earth, what if we all deserve food? What if we don't need to work in order to deserve it? So I stopped automatically assuming I deserved food after a long day of dentistry. Instead, I gave myself reassurance that I can always eat, right? Because food is always available to me. So it, has, it didn't have to do with if I was quote unquote good enough to deserve the food or 
to deserve yummy food or treats, right? Like you could easily say, well, maybe we all deserve nutritious food, but you know, sugary food or alcohol or treats, well, you really need to deserve those things. I didn't want any part of that. I simply decided for myself that I wanted to get to the heart of the real question, which is, if I did deserve anything at the end of a long day of seeing patients, what would that actually be, right? Like if it's not food or alcohol, what would it be that I would deserve? And for a lot of us, if we've been putting off our own needs, like, you know, a busy day of dentistry, so many of us barely get a chance to eat, much less, you know, go to the bathroom or even drink water, then perhaps maybe those are the things that we deserve to do at the end of the day, right? So, but in reality, most of us would agree that if we've been taking care of people all day long, then at the end of the day, we deserve a moment to take care of ourselves. And I was able to discover that what I truly deserve for myself when I think about it at the end of a day of taking care of other people is a moment to take care of myself. And so to take care of myself, though, previously, I was automatically resorting to food. I was just answering the question of what do I deserve with food? But what if that's not actually what I needed, right? It actually warrants slowing down long enough to ask yourself, you know, what is it that I need after a day of taking care of patients? This is not a one-size-fits-all answer. We don't always need the exact same thing. Now, certainly, if you haven't eaten all day long, then of course you need to eat. If you haven't gone to the bathroom, please go to the bathroom. (laughs) If you have not drank water, then please go drink water. But you see, the answer isn't always the same. Now, there are times after a long day of seeing patients that I feel like I've been sitting all day long and I really truly just want to get up and move my body. There's other times my body is aching and I just want to rest my body, right? Frequently, after a long day, I want to come home and have some alone alone time so I can reconnect with myself. Other times, I may want to to connect with other people, my family, my friends, whether it's in person or it's on the phone. It's not a one-size-fits-all answer. Sometimes I need and want to prepare a nutritious meal for myself. Other times, I may want to do takeout or go to a restaurant. There is no right or wrong here. Frequently, we answer that question of what do I deserve with food or alcohol. We answer it automatically with food or alcohol. And I'm here to tell you that the food or the alcohol is not the issue here. It's not the problem, but it shouldn't be the automatic answer. Food or alcohol is not always the answer of what you need, both after a long day of dentistry as well as on the weekend. And I'll challenge you to really start to ask yourself, what is it that you really need after a day of dentistry? What is it that you deserve on the weekend, right? And most of us will agree that what we deserve is to take care of ourselves. 
And that definition is not a static one. It's not a one-size-fits-all answer. Now, you might have children, you might have family that you that you take care of. That's totally okay. How can you take care of them and make the space to take care of yourself. Notice how I'm not saying that you need to make more time, but simply how do you make space to take care of yourself? If you're automatically gravitating to food or alcohol as a way of decompressing, how is that working out for you? Is it making it harder for you to live your life at your goal weight like it was for me? If you find that your way of unwinding isn't helping you, then it's truly time to reevaluate things. How can you mindfully curate your evening or your weekend, even with all the different obstacles that you may perceive, so that you can take better care of yourself? And like I said, this applies just as much to the evening as it does on the weekend. What is it that you actually need? I see so many people that consider themselves to be very quote unquote good during the week in terms of their diet or their weight loss efforts. And then they have a hard time being consistent on the weekends. And when we get really honest with ourselves, most of the time, it's because we have these overwhelming feelings of deserving things on the weekend, right? On the evening or weekend. And that that almost always translates to food or alcohol. So when you think about the person that you want to become, I want to challenge you more than just a number for how much you want to weigh, you know, like a number on the scale for how much you want to weigh. I want you to think about when you think about yourself at your goal weight, what does that person deserve? What do evenings and weekends look like for that person? It's easy to think about eating and drinking and how much we enjoy those things, but I want you to think of more than that. What kind of experiences do you want to have? Does the person... Does you at your goal weight, what kind of experiences do you want to have? So when I think about it for myself, I think about it this way. I've worked very hard in my life and I'm in the process of creating the life of my dreams. I want to experience things in my life that I look forward to, including but not limited to food. And sure, I want to enjoy food, but food, I, I do not want food to be the only source of pleasure in my life. There's so many sources of pleasure and I want to be in a position to be completely open and receptive to all the different sources of pleasure that I could have in my life, including connecting with the people that I love in meaningful ways and connecting with myself. I feel I deserve to take care of my body as well as my mind I deserve to communicate my needs with those people around me and most importantly to myself. I deserve to not ignore my own needs. I deserve to take appropriate breaks, let's say during a day of dentistry as I see fit. For everyone, of course, this is going to look differently. 
And I deserve to feel great in my own skin. I deserve to have a healthy relationship with food, which means feeling fully in control around food. It means eating the foods that I enjoy and also knowing how to stop before I'm overly full. I deserve to know to cope with negative feelings without being reliant upon food or alcohol to cope. This is my personal definition of deserving, and I'd be really intrigued with what yours is. I hear so many of us, our colleagues, referring to food as something that they deserve in the exact same way that I referred to food at the end of a long day of dentistry. And I want to ask you, what would you like your definition of deserving to be? What do you deserve and what do you need after a long day of dentistry or even on the weekend? As a weight coach, I help people to have control around food, to stop mindless eating, to meal plan in a very simple and doable way, using foods that they already have in their refrigerator. I help people to stop the self-sabotage cycle of beating themselves up after they've made mistakes and instead go to a place of learning from mistakes. And... I help people to stop relying on deprivation or willpower and instead feel totally competent making great decisions in any situation, which includes weekends and birthdays and vacations. I help people to plan for the seemingly unplannable. So what that means is instead of going into a situation and saying, you know what, forget it, I have no option, and just to eat whatever's in front of them, to then decide really to be happy with the choices and to, to focus on the control that you actually have. I help people to lose weight in a way where you're not relying on counting calories or even exercising intensely to lose weight. All of these things are possible for you, but they don't happen spontaneously. They happen when you make a commitment and you create a plan for yourself to get yourself from where you are now to where you want to go in a doable way. And if you're interested to learn more about the coaching that I offer, I strongly encourage you to go download my five secrets to permanent weight loss. You can get it by going to drnatania.com forward slash start, and you can find the link in the show notes. I really hope that this episode has been really helpful for you. And if you'd so kindly leave a review, it's just going to help other people just like you find this podcast that much more easily. Thank you so, so much. I'll see you next week. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.